Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to talk about when Jesus is going to return and also the fall of America. And <laughs> this is the thing that everybody wants to know. And the problem is, is nobody really knows. But I'm going to kind of put things in perspective for kind of what I see on the matter. So I'm going to start with one big fat disclaimer. First of all, I do not know when America is going to fall. God has not told me. I do not know when Jesus is going to return. God has not told me. I do not know. However, I'm going to talk about some possibilities today, but I want to also say that my point is, and this is my point I'm trying to make before I even get into the broadcast. These are some possibilities, but the point is trying to say Jesus is not going to return in 20 years or 30 years or 40 years or 50 years. We do not have that long. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Now, please quote me accurately. There isn't a website out there. Somebody sent me an email with a link sending me over to this website. And some guy's saying that I said that Jesus is going to return in 20, what was I? I don't even, I didn't even pay that close much attention to it. 2018 or anyway. So please quote me accurately. And if there is somebody out there saying that I have said a date, then please correct them or... I don't know. Don't send them to me because I probably won't have time to go correct them. Besides that, these websites that say stuff like that seem to never have a way for you to contact them. That ought to be kind of a warning right there. Okay, so let's get into the point. There is a 400-year judgment cycle, and America's judgment arrives in 2020, said Shane Warren. Now, what is judgment? That didn't say anything about Russia attacking, nor did it say Jesus returning. It simply says America's judgment arrives in 2020. Now, what's the judgment? Is the judgment the 100,000 people being arrested? Is it a giant earthquake? Is it an economic fall? The dollars blowing in the wind like leaves? Well, again, we don't exactly know. But again, my point is, don't think you have 20 years or 30 years, but on the other hand, we still have to live life, okay? I mean, if you're thinking about going off to college, then go on off to college. In other words, don't stop your life. That's very important. Don't stop your life because you think Jesus is going to return at such and such date. In other words, we got to keep on living. That's very important. And don't let yourself get depressed over this. I mean, it's, how do I say? It's something that we, we sort of have to leave on the shelf a lot of the time. Once in a while, we take it off the shelf, we look, shelf and we look at it because we get a blessing for blessed are those that hear the prophets of this book and keep those things that are written therein for the time is at hand. So we get a blessing for studying Revelation. We get a blessing for watching for Jesus. But at the same time, don't let it upset your world. Very important advice, especially from someone that's been in it as long as I have. All right, next point. 2020 is also 400 years from the Mayflower, Mayflower Compact which was signed November 11th of 1620. 2020 is also 40 years from 1984 when God first spoke the judgment upon America to Demetri Dudeman. So 2020, now let me just tell you where I'm going with this. I'm going to make several cases why around 2020, 2021 is a high probability for judgment, the Russian attack, and things like that. But then I'm going to come back and show you several reasons why I think, no, it can't be there, or at least it's probably not there. 
again, my point today is don't think you have 20 or 30 years left before Jesus returns. But on the other hand, continue to live your life. As I said, I don't know when America falls, but if God gave America 400 years for his hand of protection to be on it, will it be removed in 2020? Probably. Okay, so if God's hand of protection is removed from America in 2020, does that necessarily mean we fall in 2020 or even 2021 or 2022? Not necessarily, but again, I'm trying to say don't think you got 20 years. If God's hand of protection is removed, is it likely that it would be removed the same day and month that it was placed? Meaning, since it was signed, the the Mayflower Compact was signed November 11th of 1620, would that mean that America would fall on November the 11th of 2020? Uh, Probably not. As a matter of fact, one of the things that, uh, one of the other points I want to make is that we, we prophecy students we're always trying to figure this out, and that's a good thing. That There's nothing wrong with that. We're always trying to figure out a date, and there's nothing wrong with that. But just don't get hung up on it. In other words, walk on the date, but don't get concrete poured on your feet and let it harden. In other words, don't get stuck on the date. So it may be something happens in 2020, 2021, and it may not. But that's what we do. If there were, therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come upon thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I'll come upon thee. So, we are commanded in several places to watch. We get a blessing for watching. It's good to watch. It's good to try to figure out the date. But in my opinion, I think that it's more on a sliding scale. Do you remember the vision that Maurice Scalar had? where he said he saw, of course, the devil and the beast was there, and they were saying, look, you know, it's been 2,000 years. We want our time. Give us our seven years. And part of it said that a an angel held up a set of scales, and it was weighing the good in the earth against the bad. And at what time the bad outweighed the good, then they would turn to the beast and say, your time is here. We will now release you into the earth. And it was very close. In other words, the good still outweighs the bad. But this last time in this vision, which happened like about a year ago now, it was very close. And we were given a little bit more time, which confirms what Sundar Salvarez was said, which we'll get to here in a moment. So I'm not saying America falls in 2020 or 2021, or even 22. I honestly do not know. But I will tell you this, that when we see one of those seven signs, such as Omar Usher's in Palestinian state, boy, we will know that we're on a slippery down slope heading to destruction pretty quick. So that's my next point. 2020 could be the date of the Omer. Okay, so what is the Omer? All right, well, the truth is, again, we don't know. She had seven. My wife had uh, December, January 22 of 2006. The Lord spoke to her audibly in the night and gave her seven headlines leading to the fall of America. I've read them many times. I'll continue to read them many times more because I think that this is a major, major part of our ministry, a major part of the reason that at one time people would begin to turn and listen to our ministry. As I've said, June the 14th, of 2008, I had just spoken in Amarillo the night before, and that night, God spoke to me, and one of the things he said is, when those prophecies that I gave your wife begin to come to pass, 
people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. So I continue to put these out because I want you to know them. And then when they start coming to pass, I want you to tell everybody you know, hey, you got to listen to this Prophecy Club guy. He's got something to say, okay? So the headlines are, now this is the order she heard them in. This is not necessarily the order that they will be fulfilled in. She heard them in. Israel refuses help to America. Catastrophe hits America. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel has attacked America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dmitry Dudeman, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, this next year is 2020, and the Passover is April 8th, and that's when we're having our crusade. And we will all, after our three days of continuing fasting, we will break our fast that evening at 8 p.m. on Passover because we've looked it up. Sunset is 7.52, so we will have our Passover meal beginning at 8 p.m. But the interesting part of it is, and this doesn't necessarily say anything, but it might be. The interesting part of it is, this year's feast dates just happen to fall on the same days as they were when Jesus actually fulfilled them, meaning... When Jesus was actually crucified, he was crucified in the afternoon of Wednesday. And then at sundown that evening was the Passover meal. And that's the day it is this year. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, April the 8th. Then, of course, three days later, you go through three days of unleavened bread. And then first fruits is going to be on, uh, let me think, Saturday evening. Saturday evening beginning at sunset is first fruits. Now, let me talk about that a second. First fruits is the day that prophetic time stopped. And it's also, and this is one of the things that one of the revelations I got, which I put in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, which of course is available at prophecyclub.com. If you haven't got it, be sure and get it. Anyway, prophetic time stopped. And this is totally different than what I had all understood all my life. And all of the other prophecy books, all of the prophecy teacher I ever listened to, all had never seen it this way. But prophetic time stopped on first fruits. When Jesus arose from the dead, it stopped. Then it starts again on first fruits when Jesus returns, just as he left. Remember the angel standing next to the apostles and said, you men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into this heaven? This same Jesus, same Jesus, in other words, the Lamb of God, he left as a lamb, having just had a meal with them, uh, had him fish, and he let Thomas feel his uh, nail scars. And so he was in a lamb body wearing lamb clothes. And he returns once again in a lamb body in lamb clothes, Revelation 14.1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood upon the Mount Sion. And with him, 144,000, having this father's name written in the foreheads. That's the barley, the barley harvest. So, prophetic time stopped on first fruits, and then it returns again when Jesus returns for the final first fruits. Now, hang on to that. We'll come back to that. Then the counting of the Omer is the 49 days between first fruits and Pentecost. Why is that important? Well, let's go back to one of the headlines leading to the fall of America. 
she heard the audible voice of God say, Omer ushers in Palestinian state, meaning that that is a headline of some newspaper out there. We don't know which one, but it's our guess is most likely it's like the Jerusalem Post, but that's just a guess. So Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Why is that important? So what happens? So we have our crusade. Wednesday night is Passover, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is all the first fruits, excuse me, the, the unleavened bread. Then Friday, excuse me, Saturday evening at sundown is the first fruits. Well, the day after first fruits starts the counting of the Omer. So it could very well be that during those 49 days, this next year, in the year 2020, that we could actually see Israel give the Palestinians a state. We could very well, in those 49 days, see a headline that says, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Now, we see that, and this buddy is going to be standing and screaming at the top of his lungs, saying, all right, the things we've been telling you about for these, what, 35 years now, uh, they're coming to pass. And I think at that point, when I have been telling people these headlines, been telling people the fall of America start with an internal revolution, what the audible voice of God told me that night back in 2008 is that people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. Right now, they don't like our ministry because our ministry is not telling them what they want to hear. See, these days in the churches, they form the church they want. They hire the pastor they want. They tell the pastor the messages he's going to bring. Now, they may not say it directly, but they vote with their checkbook. He gave me a whole dream on that, how people beat the pastors, beat the ministers with their checkbooks. You don't say what I like. You don't get my donations. That's how they control the church leadership. I asked somebody in an email the other day, and he was complaining about the churches, which, of course, there's a lot to change, complain about. And I said, well, okay, so why do you think so many people leave the churches? And he gave an answer, and I emailed back, and I said, well, the primary reason is because the, the churches don't do what they want them to do. They don't really teach the Bible because the congregation members don't want to hear the Bible. And so what do they do? They cook up these other versions, these more watered-down, more smoothed-out versions that don't have some of the offensive language in it, and then they hire, that's your 51C3, they hire the pastor, they fire the pastor, they tell the pastor the church leadership. In other words, the laity, that's the reason we are the lay of the seeing church. We are the church where the people rule, okay? The people rule, not, not the church leadership, not the man of God, not the woman of God, but the people rule. And they tell church leadership, here's what you're going to do. Here's what you're not going to do. So anyway, back to our point. It could very well be that during our crusade or shortly after the crusade, all of a sudden we see the headline, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. And that would be in 2020. If that happens, then it could very well be that the following year, 2021, now hang on, because I'm, I'm going to give you some other reasons why it probably won't be then also, okay? 2021 could be the Russian attack, and then 2022 could be the start of the tribulation. Now, what starts the tribulation? Yes, I'm aware of Daniel 9:24, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And that's very good to watch for, but I'll tell you something better to watch for. 
Revelation 6, 1. And when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. Ken Peter, in his dream that happened to him back in 1980, he said he saw, uh, a, he heard a long, loud horn honk. As I recall, he said it sounded like a 1957 Chevrolet. And he said it was long, and it was loud, and every ear on the earth heard it. And he said, and then the graves burst open. It was like they had an explosive in the grave. He says, I literally saw dirt fly up in the air. And it just wasn't here or there. It was all around the globe. It wasn't in every cemetery. It wasn't every grave. It was a select few around the globe. He said, and after the grave exploded, then I saw people in white glistening garments, bright as the sun. The garment was bright as the sun walking around this exploded hole in the ground, and then all of a sudden they disappeared. He said, I did not see any of the living go in any kind of a rapture. I simply saw a resurrection of the dead, and that happened when the long, loud horn honked. My opinion, I prayed many times, Lord, let me hear that horn. horn. Let me hear that noise of thunder. Let me know when that first seal opens. I want to know. Why? Well, because I know that 2,520 days later, Jesus returns. Now, that will be the return of the trumpets, and there's lots of things happen before that. But we know how long the tribulation is. So if we can recognize that noise of a thunder, be it a horn or whatever it is, I believe we're going to know it. I believe every ear on the earth will hear it. And then when that happens is also when the beast ascendeth out of the bottomless pit and goeth into perdition. So let's go back to what we're talking about. So why we might have more time. In other words, I'm saying 2020, yeah, it could be. 2021, the rushing attack, could be. Start of the tribulation 2022, as Terry Bennett said, could be. But I'm going to give you some reasons why. Mm, we, sometimes, sometimes I see it that way. Sometimes I say, man, it can't be. That cannot be. Here's some cannot be reasons. One, is God has called me to find the oil in Israel. And every time I say that, I have to give a disclaimer. And that is, I cannot guarantee that we're ever going to get the money or drill for or hit oil in Israel. And my also say, we're not offering stock right now. So you can't buy any securities from us at all, whether you want to or not. Oil in Israel. I believe God has called me to find oil in Israel. And I've got a whole video out there. Go to pull up the, the app, the Prophecy Club app. And I think it's one of the bottom videos, and it's something about prophecies of oil in Israel. It's over an hour long, and it gives you most of the details. It's a whole story. So anyway, one of the things I want to do is get like about six rigs. <laughs> each rig, about $32 million each. Takes them six months to build the rigs. Some people say I'll just be able to buy them. I won't have to wait for that, but I don't know that for sure. Six months to build the rig a month to move it, a month to erect it, and then about another six months to drill. But just because you got oil squirting out of the ground does not necessarily mean you're getting a dime for it, not necessarily mean that Israel is being benefited from it because you've got to get it to the refineries. There's three refineries in Israel, and any one of those refineries, my estimate, again, I'm not in the oil business yet. I mean, I'm president and CEO of an oil company, but I mean, I don't know a lot about the oil business. This is that's part of it. God has chosen a prophecy student to go find the oil in Israel. Why? Because I think 
He knows that I will tell Israel that this is the fulfillment of the promise. When Moses stood at the burning bush, and he says, get you up. I'm sending you, sending you into a land flowing with milk and honey. And I'm going to be able to explain to the Jews that the honey is yellow-colored crude oil, and the milk represents the natural gas. And again, I will skip all of that explanation. That's all in the video. Go watch the video, and then you'll understand. Anyway, so $32 million rigs. So by the time I get the money, before we could lay all the pipes, begin to actually get the oil to the refineries and begin to bless Israel, you're talking 16 months. So, Stan, do you have the money right now to go drill in Israel? No, I don't. I do not. But I have pledges from friends that say that they're going to give me the money. And uh, I believe them. So at the right time, that will all happen in God's timing. Now, after we had oiled, and one of the things I also want to do is go to Israel and say, okay, I'd like to work out a deal. I'd like for you to give me a plot of land. And I want to be able to bring back Christians and Jews from around the world. The last verse of Ezekiel 39, I think it's like 3928, says, and I will leave none of them there, meaning every Jew on the planet is going to re return home and most Christians will return back to Israel. When they return, that's one of the things I want to be able to do is get on global radio and TV and tell them about all of this and tell them about the vision to bring them back to Israel and build the land of unwalled villages. I talked about that the other day. In other words, it would be a large area to bring millions of Christians and Jews from around the world to Israel. Remember, Israel wins World War III. She gets back all of her land, which is going to be from the Nile all the way over to the Euphrates, and probably including uh, 80 to maybe even 100% of Saudi Arabia. So I mean, Israel is going to be a very, very blessed nation. When America falls, then most of the Christians, especially if you're listening to this voice, God has told me when it is time to move. I'll tell you that one, too. So one morning, I had a dream, and I dreamed that I was looking down on a plane, and there was no gangway. It was only a stair going up to this jet, and there was a long line of people getting on the jet, and I heard a voice, and it said, two people will get on a plane with a virus. And before the plane can land, everyone on board will be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. And I said, what? And I got rebuked. The voice said you weren't listening. My wife says that <laughs> from time to time, too. I guess we, we men are just like that, okay? So anyway, so the voice said you weren't listening. And it repeated it. Two men will get on a plane with a virus. And before the plane can land, Everyone on board will be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. And I believe that what it's saying is, Stan, if you want to leave, that's your last opportunity to leave by air. So I can tell you what I'll do. A uh, plane goes down, everyone on board, dead before they can land. Within 48 hours, I am out of America. And I will probably go to Israel Put everything up for sale. Send me a check. That's my attitude, and that's what I'll do. All right, now let's go on to the next thing here. I think I'm uh, running out of time. Okay, let's go. The next thing. July 6, 2018, Prophet Sundar Salvaraj said, Four angels visited him, saying miracles coming like we, the angels speaking, have never seen. 
He said, God has given America a respite. He said, I had to look it up, and I had to look it up too. A respite is a short unit of rest from something unpleasant. So America has again been given a delay, a respite. Then, of course, Maurice Scalar comes along. He also has a vision, very, very powerful vision. It took me an entire broadcast just to read the vision. And in that vision, it talks about how God has given the world a respite, a delay. So that what is that delay? Well, it could delay this whole thing, 2020, 2021, 22. All of that could be de- all of the prophecies from all of the prophets could be delayed. In other words, I think that we the prophet. This is a major point I want to make. We prophecy students have to watch setting dates. We have to watch considering a date. I think that the return of Jesus and the start of the tribulation, while God the Father knows everything, he knows the end from the beginning, he knows the date. But we don't know the date. And I think the way it comes on it is more like the scale. When the scale of evil outweighs the scale of good, then he will release the beast the tribulation will start. I don't know if the fall of America happened. I've prayed many times. I do not know if the fall of America is one of those first few seals. First few seals definitely talk about uh, the, the white horse, um, and, and I beheld a white horse, and he that sat upon him had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and went forth conquering it to conquer. That's war. Same thing with the red horse. And they went out another, uh, went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, that they should kill one another, and to him was given a great sword. That's war. I do not know if one or both of those seals, or either any of them, have to do with the Russians attacking America. I've prayed many times. I can't get an answer. It's like, no, Stan, I'm not going to reveal that secret, because, <laughs> you know, he changeth the times and seasons, he removeth kings and setteth up kings, he giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them no, no understanding, he revealeth the deep and secret things, he knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. In other words, he's a good keeper he's a good keeper of secrets. And I'd like to be able to tell you I have a, a direct phone to the throne to <laughs> to get my questions answered about prophecy, but there's a lot of questions I can't get answered. So anyway, so the point is, it may very well be that we have delays. I do not see how I can get over and drill and present oil to Israel, build a land of unwalled villages, and do all of that in 10 years. Meaning if the tribulation were to start in three years, seven years long, so that's 10 years to the end. I I do not see how that can all happen. A lot of times I say this thing can't be ready to start. We've got to have three to five, who knows, maybe even seven years before the fall of America happens. I don't know. But I do. The point is, come back to the point here. The point of the broadcast is do not think you have 20 years to the return of Jesus. You have to live your life like he's not coming in terms of, I mean, you still got to go to college. You still got to pay your bills. You still got to have children. You still got to live life. But... Don't think you have 20 or 30 years. Don't think you just got plenty of time because we have to act. It's a strange thing. We have to act as if we're running out of time, but we also have to plan as if we're not running out of time. Does that make sense? In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. God showed me a single word, first fruits, is a secret door found in Revelation and Leviticus. When linked together, the end time events can be placed in chronological order. 
For the first time, we can know what feast Jesus returns on, the feast for the judgment seat of Christ on the great white throne, the feast upon which the wheat is resurrected, and on the day the new Jerusalem comes down to earth. And even though I've been in Bible prophecy for 40 years, I freely admit to you that I knew nothing that is revealed in this book supernaturally. So you probably know nothing that is in this book. One prophetic word said, There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Don't get one for $20. Instead, get five for 30 or 10 for 55 Or a new case price, 60 books for $250. That's 60 books in a case for $250. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy at prophecyclub.com. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with watchprophecyclub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month or $200 a year. The app allows you to watch our YouTube videos and listen to our radio programs very easily. Go check it out at your app store. You can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at watchprophecyclub.com.